the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. I apologize. Got to be pretty quick about this. I have to go get my back hair lasered. Oh my God. So I got to wrap this up and get out the door. How is that going, by the way? You have much less hair? Incredible, Shauna. Oh, wow. I had, I've had one session. They say it can take like, you know, six, eight, ten to see full results. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't believe the reduction after one session. Like, wow. Six weeks ago, barely had to touch it up at all. That's great. So, yeah. Lots it's, of a Sasquatch over there now. Yes. Good. It's very nice. It's incredibly effective. Good. Good. Uh, we'll see how long it lasts. Like, if they can get close to permanent removal. But yeah. so far, I'm very pleased with the results. Yes. I might as well plug the place. I get it done by a, a woman named Sonia. Age, ageless by Sonia is where I've been going. Wow. So, uh, on today's show, should I tell you what's on today's show or should we just dive right into it? Dive right into it. Let's her. go. Do we have a bed ready for an old ass pregnant woman? <laughs> is that the official term? Yes, we just call it just call old, old ass, ass woman pregnant pregnancy, woman. okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I turn 35 next month, in a couple weeks actually. Sure you do. And uh, you know what that means. I just learned this, but if I get pregnant, it's now called a geriatric pregnancy. Is that the official term? Did you know that that was the thing? No. Jeez, I, that seems unnecessarily that cruel, seems a doesn't little it? Bit mean, doesn't <laughs> it? Like, honestly. I mean, I like to make fun of you for being older than me. You are a grandmother, but geriatric, yep. that's, that's 30, the medical term? 35 and over, if you get pregnant, it's called a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> Holy, I was that's like, got to make you feel like a special that's lady. Really good. I'm yeah, that's, feeling feeling really good about that one. I was like, geez, you know, like I don't plan to get pregnant, but women who do, you know, like are in and around the sea, like that's awful. And there are lots and lots of women who, Tons. you know, have babies in their late thirties now. Oh, so yeah, yeah. My mom actually had me when she was forty. And oh I was my like, goodness! What in the hell do they call that? Then? <laughs> what do they call that? Ma'am, you're a dinosaur. <laughs> this is a dinosaur pregnancy, okay? It's called a close but not extinct pregnancy now. And you're like, holy... Do we have a bed ready for an old-ass pregnant woman? <laughs> Is that the official term? Yes, we just call it old-ass old ass woman pregnant pregnancy, woman. okay? Oh, that's cruel. Ancient. That is cruel. Oh, man. It's like, okay, well, here we go, you know? Like, I need a geriatric kinds of things over here. You're going to have to bring that up for the show. I'm so fine you're having a baby, Graham Graham. Yeah. <laughs> hey, geriatric. I mean, I am a grandma, so so yeah, I guess I got to, you know, 35 years old. and That's cruel. Just call me geriatric. You know what the worst part is? I'm sure there are quite a few women in their late 30s listening right now who also didn't know that. I'm so and I'm so sorry to bring We're all in this together, though, that okay? <laughs> Let's change the name of the show. All you old gals. Beckler and Geriatric <laughs> Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I've told you before about some of the eerie things that have happened in my new house. Yeah. Like light bulbs falling out of fixtures. Uh, the breaker panel turned itself back on and electrocuted Calgary's hottest plumber when he was working in my house. I mean, that's the biggest travesty of all. <laughs> Glad he's okay. pretty upset about that. Yeah. Uh, well, something else has happened now. Something else that's at least as inexplicable as that. So we have a gas fireplace yep. in the living room. And uh, I like it. I miss the old wood-burning fireplace in our old place. But uh, it's way easier to use a gas fireplace. You just flick her on and she fires up. And so it's we, safer, of course. Yeah. It's, it's too bad. I, I also love wood-burning fireplaces. But yeah, you don't see those much anymore. No. Um, so it's super. we have it on all the time because it's super easy to use. But every once in a while, I'll go flick it on and it won't come on. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I look in there and the pilot light is on, so it should go on. So you have to pull the front panel of this fireplace off and inside there's a dial that controls the gas flow. Yeah. 
And several times now I've gone in there and the dial has been turned all the way down. And no one else in the house knows how to do that. Does it just work its way down? I, I messaged a friend of mine who sells fireplaces and installs them and knows all he's he's the guy who would know this and he's like there's no way that thing could be turning itself down. So you've so, got a hot ghost in your house is what you have. A hot ghost. It's a hot ghost. He doesn't like that I'm running the fireplace. That's why he, he didn't like how she... hottest plumber. He <gasps> electrocuted him cuz he was like didn't you're like, threatening my hotness. Didn't like the heat from the light bulbs, mm-hmm. the old incandescent light bulbs in the basement. So that's why he knocked one of those out of the fixture. Yeah. Doesn't like heat. Wow. Yeah. You've put this together. My God. Some epiphany. Okay. Well, you need to be careful then. Anything else that you're going to have to turn down the heat in your place a little bit and you probably won't have any wow. weird stuff happening anymore. I'm trying to think of what else gives off heat that we might have issues with. The stove. Careful. The stove. Yeah. The microwave. The barbecue outside. Heater. Although I don't know <gasps> if your ghost goes outside much, but. How weird though. Like there's no. Yeah, it's weird. Unless like Brigham knows how to do it and is lying to me. But that doesn't seem likely that he would pull the front panel of the fireplace off and go in there and no and turn the dial down. So something's going on. Hot ghost. It's a hot ghost. It's a hot ghost. We need a we need a song for him. Hot ghost. <laughs> what about the ghost Careful. pizza? Does this tie into the ghost pizza at all? No, it doesn't. <laughs> does it have to do with the heat of the pizza? No, like getting a doesn't. hot pie delivered? No. You certain? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Do you need to hear that story again no, just to I be don't. sure? Okay. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Came across a couple small town headlines yesterday, Beckler. All right. Uh, and <laughs> for those of you who don't know, this is a segment where we just honestly read these small town headlines and realize it's very different than than big cities. Yeah, the news moves a little bit slower in those. It's kind of refreshing. It totally is. Our news here can be kind of depressing sometimes. Yeah, so. and you just know it's small town because like they'll do things like use first names and stuff in headlines, <laughs> and you're like, this is how small this town is. Everybody knows what this means. So. I uh, also have a couple others that are inspired by real news headlines as well. So let's just let's dive right do into it. it. Yeah. Small town news with Beckler and Shauna. The hot tub at the Beaver Lodge Rec Center is shut down for maintenance. It should reopen tomorrow in time for Tommy's swim lessons. Congrats to this week's winner of the town hockey pool. <laughs> the River Trail is being renamed in honor of Farmer Bill. It was formerly named after Farmer John, but it turns out he was a racist. <laughs> doesn't doesn't showed up for the town's annual St. Patrick's Day parade. Doesn't. Both floats were a huge hit. And there's a new petting zoo in town that's featuring some new exotic animals like the domestic caged hamster and three chickens. <laughs> Terry's asking anyone with information on, quote, if there were any cougars there <laughs> to contact him. Podcast. Do you remember years ago on the show when we were both driving ship box vehicles? Oh, yeah. They were making a ton of noise, and we talked about how embarrassing it is to drive around in a noisemaker like that. Well, that's where we even got the name ship box from, because mine was making these weird, like, creaking noises <laughs> like an old ship. And I was like, okay, this is not good. Well, my old truck is starting to do that now. Now. Oh, no. Um, so far, only while idling, which okay. isn't too, too bad. But mm-hmm. like if I'm sitting at a light or something, it's not good. It's an older truck. It's a, she's a trusty girl, 265,000 yeah. kilometers, still oh, going strong. Her. But yeah. something is loose underneath and the vibrations like at, at, at idle, is it's the perfect you know frequency to rattle, whatever this is. Drive-thrus aren't good. 
we we were going through the drive-through yesterday, oh and the, the woman working in the, the drive-through had to ask me to repeat my order That's over right. the noise. I actually took a little. <laughs> oh my god. That's what. Uh, okay. That's yep, that's, that's a little like. loud. <laughs> it's a little obnoxious. <laughs> so I was trying to order McKenna her coffee or whatever it is. I think she gets a medium almond milk latte or whatever. And it was yeah. just like, can I get a medium almond milk latte? And she's like, sorry. What's that, like, sir? Latte. It's almond milk. Can you sorry. shut that thing up for her? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Good morning. <laughs> uh, I was here to survive by the dealership and I was listening to you talk about your noise. Yes. It, it might be worth it to check it out because it, it could be just a loose heat shield or a rusted heat shield that's rattling and causing all that vibration. That's what I said. I was like, it's probably a fairly easy fix. It's probably if it's just something loose vibrating like that. Like, Yeah, yeah. That's usually what it is or like rocks cut off, caught up in there with all this stuff on the road and stuff. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should try to get it to idle and then crawl, like, get it to make that sound and then crawl under there and see if I could find the source of it. Yeah. Yeah, you might you might see if something's like really simple. Or just hit a giant Absolutely. bump and then see if you can rattle some rocks out of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pressure straight around underneath. I mean, it is a ship box. That's how I used to operate with mine. I'm like, okay, do I need to hit something to get this to stop? Or... <laughs> you know, it is definitely a not a shit box though, Shauna. No. A new home from Shane Homes. It's a delightful box. Quality. Big one. ShaneHomes.com. They do affordable customization. You can alter floor plans you to suit the needs your of you box. and your family. You can customize the box where you put your family. Yep. More info at ShaneHomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. Friend of the show, William, lives in Ottawa. He has a conspiracy theory today. Go ahead, William. Uh, I'm a government desk worker, so I listen to music podcasts as I'm working. And I noticed about a month or two ago, I was hearing these ads or these PSAs for the CDIC. uh, Canada has its own insurance industry basically saying, hey, if you're with one of these register partners, which is basically all the major banks, we can guarantee your deposits up to $100,000 in all these different categories. Okay, cool. Okay. This would be wedged between uh, Airbnb advertisements or, you know, uh, good food or those home delivery kits. And I thought, yep. like, this is really strange. Why am I getting these uh, PSAs or these ads? It, it doesn't make any sense. So I hear them, I fast forward through them, not even thinking about it until a few days ago when the banks started collapsing in the US, the uh, Silicon Valley and uh, Signature one thought to myself for a few seconds, I got my tinfoil hat on, readjusted it for a little bit, like, could this mean that somehow this Crown Corp in Canada got wind of this, a few murmurs here and there about like, could there be a potential bank collapse or a run on banks? And that's why they were pushing the CDIC ads or the CSAs for the last little while saying, hey, it's okay, your investments under $100,000 are fine. It's cool. Don't run on the banks. And suddenly, a few days ago, the banks started collapsing the states. So I'm just making that. I'm just making these connections. I don't know what they mean. I don't even know these are connections, or if I'm just so sleep deprived that I'm seeing things where they're not supposed to be. But well, the timing uh, is suspicious, as you said. Yeah, it's weird. Like that is a very yeah. odd ad to get on a podcast. And yeah, then- and it wasn't. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was a slew of them. It wasn't like it was one 
podcasts I was listening to these uh, PSAs of these ads on, it would be like a whole, you know, be a slew of them, a few of them, even ones based in the States. I know there's like geolocated ads. Yeah, dynamic ad thing. insertion, I think, is the industry term. Yeah, it was it was really strange until, yeah, a few days ago when these bank collapsed and then started making, the, you know, I got the old uh, red string out of my uh, dusty closet and started making these little uh, connections. So. <laughs> Made a trip down to Michael's, got yeah. yourself some red yarn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, Get some tinfoil, yeah. It's totally possible because anybody working in that industry maybe started to see the signs of a collapse coming. And maybe the yeah. CDIC got together with their partners and said, like, we need to make sure that Canadians don't panic here. Well, yeah. And even yeah, like, banks. yeah, you know, inflation immediately, the minute that inflation and, and all that happens, you know that people are going to start getting a little, a little jittery, a little jittery. And uh, people already don't like to trust big corporations. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense. So we have to assign this a ranking on the plausibility sc- scale. Um, yeah, yeah. So, how many uh, how many federal reserves out of ten do we give this one, William? In just a few days, I'm going to say fourteen. But okay. I think it's going to go up. I think once uh, more and more banks kind of see what happens, but that fourteen is a bare minimum. I think it's going to go higher. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was just reading about how a Belgian hospital got recognized for their food. Really? And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like among hospitals or among like food in general? Well, I'm assuming probably among hospitals. Okay. I don't know. I mean, they were recognized internationally for food. So I guess as far as hospital food okay. goes, they were quite good. But I, it got me thinking. I was just like, you know, I mean, that's awesome and, and great for the, the hospital chef. But I mean, of all the desires in terms of a chef on where to work, I feel like hospital would be fairly low on the totem pole. No. Probably. Like, would you put yeah. would you put that below or above school calf chef? Hmm. You know. Does the does the cafeteria have a chef? I mean, they'd have somebody who has to yeah do all the ordering and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's true. Meals. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's like obviously within the maybe your creativity comes from you have a very limited budget, so you have to decide how to stretch that budget as okay. long as possible to make the best possible amount of food. But sawdust. Yeah. I was just trying to think of the hierarchy of, you know, uh, the culinary desires in that way and what it would be. And I, those would be pretty low, I'd say. Yeah, at the top would be like Michelin star restaurants totally. and stuff, right? But would you think hospitals and schools would be at the bottom? Yeah. Yeah, like no one probably gets into, you know, the culinary world hoping that one day I'll be the chef at a hospital, right? No. Yes, I know what you're saying. But, you know, steady paycheck. Yep. Union job in many Hell instances. Yeah. So... I mean, like airline food chef would be pretty down there as well. Probably. But you'd have to use your creativity once again to decide on food that would, you know, keep and... Although unless you're like the, sh- you know, it's you got to come up with the menu and then everyone else has to figure out how to make it work on a plane. We're- unless it's like that. Have you, like, have you ever heard about the, the, like the top guy at McDonald's? Oh, uh, like, yes. I've ever heard a story about this guy or something, but he, it's his job to come up with like so many different dishes per month or whatever or per quarter yep. and then they choose like one or two of them and then McDonald's has to figure out how to make that as cheaply and quickly as totally. possible so that'd be kind of a cool job it would be because you'd be given probably a blank slate to, to go nuts with it right although you would have to like consider that right you couldn't just get buck wild with it you have to consider like how you can you know create a food item that would be fairly affordable would depends you what your marching orders are I suppose so just so. like make something wicked and we'll make it cost effective and scale it what about a prison but chef? Isn't that, that just be, other prisoners? Yeah, maybe it so is. Probably they the don't lo- bring somebody that. would be in the lowest, that? I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's one of these prisons like contracts their food service out. 
but interesting i yeah. actually wonder about that i mean it would come with its own set of challenges providing food to an institution of that size well, that's wouldn't just it? it so yeah it, it just it shif- like shifts a lot from you know coming up with the most intense and insane and beautiful meal to how can we feed within a few the thousand means. people yeah like, hmm. mm, that would yeah. be maybe the maybe down there that would be or like POW camps, chef. That would be to, yeah. Know, or, oh man, it's like all right. We've got some rats. Yep. And some leaves. What can I make with this? What else can you find around here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good it's luck. actually pretty good. He's a genius. <laughs> and Shauna podcast. We've been talking a bit about the World Baseball Classic, which is on right now. We have. People have been making fun of Team Great Britain's jerseys. I don't know if you saw any photos of these going around. It's awful. They're they're bad jerseys. They're just they're red. Yep. And then just in the simplest, like, aerial black font across the front, it says, Great Britain. Yep. It looks like such an afterthought. You're just like, what (laughs) happened? Like, most slow-pitch teams have nicer jerseys than this. Yeah. Most of them. Even the ones that just have t-shirts. Like, did their real jerseys just not show up? And they're like, "Uh uh-oh, got to make some... Like, I don't know what happened there. It kind of looks like they called a sportswear store, like, last minute. Yeah. And said, we need some jerseys. We're off to the World Baseball Club. We need jerseys for this. (laughs) Whoops. And like you're showing up to the World Baseball Classic representing your country, which isn't already isn't known as a baseball country. <laughs> nope. And you're up against these like powerhouse teams from Latin America and Asia and you know yep. the United States. You think you'd at least want to look good. You'd think so. And then there was a photo going around in one of the games, the pitcher, like the T in great on his jersey had was falling off. It was hanging Hanging off him. So maybe this was an afterthought. I was going to say, something happened there. Like, something happened. And we need to get the story on what happened. <gasps> Spiel out of the ballpark for the World Baseball Classic as Team Great Britain takes the field. What in the shit are they wearing? Looks like those uniforms were a last-minute purchase on the way to the ballpark. Did someone's grandma saw those up in her basement last night, or...? Now the pitcher's letter T has fallen off. This is truly a disgraceful display for the great game of baseball. I mean, I'd be okay if they took the jerseys off entirely, but... Just a reminder that Tuesday night we'll be back here to see if the Great Britain jerseys are missing any more letters. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Friend of the show, Steph, sent me this video, and it's this woman, and she's asking what the new age version of Live, Laugh, Love is. So I've just got the clip here for you so you can have a little listen for yourself. Generation of white women before us, their slogan was Live, Laugh, Love. What is the millennial slogan of insufferable white women? But first, coffee? I cannot. Maybe that's it. If that Christian girl fall thing, like if that hat could speak and be a slogan, what would it be? What would it say? So she's talking about that oversized brimmed hat as well. Yeah, the influencer hat. Yes. Yeah. So she's what got she call it? three options. The Christian girl hat? Yeah, I've never heard it called that before. <laughs> the autumn Christian girl hat, which is pretty That's funny. super funny. That's, I know what she's talking about. Yeah, totally. Uh, so she has three options for what the new Love, Laugh, Love is. Uh, first of all, the... But first coffee. But first coffee is a big one. Oh, that's awful. That, like, the minute she said that, I was like, oh, no. And then she said, I cannot or Mm -hmm. I can't even. Mm -hmm. It's a good option as well. And then if the Christian autumn hat could speak, that would be it as well. Right. Like, oh, man, those are good. Strong. Very strong. Strong contenders. I mean, the third one isn't necessarily a quote. No, that one we'd have to eliminate, but we get the idea behind it. We sure do. If you could rate that, that would be up there as well. Big old influencer hat. So I don't know, like, collectively, if we want to rate these three, you know, how many Oscar red carpet critiques out of 10? Ooh. Are going to give those? How many who are you wearings out of 10 Hmm. would you give those collectively, you think? Hmm. 
I think they're pretty damn good. Yeah, especially that first one. Yeah. But, but first, first coffee, coffee, the minute I heard that, I was like, oh. Would millennial white women claim that as their own? Probably. I don't know. I don't know what the other, the alternative would be. Me neither. We might to get to work on this. In the meantime, yeah, uh, yeah, I would give that one like nine out of ten for oh, sure. God, Same yeah. with I, I, I cannot. Yeah, I can't even. I can't even. Yeah, and then the, the visual, <laughs> just the, if the, the, the visual big ass of hat the, could speak. The the, the, the Christian autumn hat. <laughs> and Shauna podcast. I listen to this podcast and it's hosted by a dude who used to be quite a big fella, but he lost 120 pounds in a year. Oh wow! And has managed to keep most, if not all, of it off so far, which is no small feat. Nope. Uh, but he made a funny comment on a recent episode, and he said that when he has a really strong craving for something unhealthy, like you know, junk food or a snack or whatever, he just tells himself, I remember what Doritos taste like. Like, he doesn't need to go experience a whole bag of Doritos again because he's had them in the past. The, okay, I, I don't see how that... Does that work? Well, I, th- I guess it works for him. Yeah, He's I don't think that himself- would work for the majority of people. No? No. He tells himself that it isn't like a new experience. He's been there. He's done it a million times. And, you know, he can just remember the taste of them rather than... <laughs> and I thought okay, that was... Well, I mean, good for him if yeah. that works for him. I don't know if you've... Uh, I don't know if you've ever been... If you're ever tempted by food like that, Shauna, or anything else, really. Anything anything else sort of habit-forming like that. But mm. if you if you are, do you have a strategy to overcome that temptation? Do you employ any sort of tricks or? I mean, I have a, I, I have a big weakness for ice cream. Okay. And then I just think of the punishment that it would do to my bum, and that's mm. good enough, you know. Right. Because I'm lactose intolerant, bum, so, so. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> that really helps. Uh, that's the thing, actually, with a lot of like unhealthy foods, is I react to it badly, so I can just think about what it's going to do to me, and the, okay, pretty much quashes it pretty well. Quickly. That's a real benefit that you have. There. I suppose so. so. <laughs> I don't know if I'd consider that a benefit. Well, think of your bum. I Just think it. of your bum. <laughs> think of your bum. You have an out, though, I guess. I suppose. I'm like, yeah, I'm lucky. To, I mean, yeah. I'm a real picky eater, so right. food that tempts a lot of people doesn't really tempt me. Fair. Like, yeah. So I'm fortunate in that way. Um, but there are like McKenna bakes a lot and she, she, I could just like tee off on some of the cookies. Like I could eat six in a row easily. Yeah. So something I've tried to do lately is just like, rather than just stuff a bunch of cookies into my face. Yeah. I'll like eat it a little more slowly and really try to like be in the moment, you know, not be doing something else when I'm enjoying Which they a treat. say is how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy your food no matter what actually. Just be mindful of it. Yes. Mindful is the word. There you go. Yeah. And I'm actually a pretty slow... It's funny, I've become way more of a slow eater than I used to be. And I don't know why, but it's it's because I... Yeah, like I'm not in a rush to eat. Mm-hmm. So I actually really enjoy dinners and stuff now when you can kind of slowly eat. Speaking of which, I was at an event recently. And I'm eating slowly. Like we... every It was a banquet and everybody yeah. has their... And so I'm eating slowly. And they couldn't stand it. The fact that there was a plate in front of me, the amount of times that they came and tried oh, like to the steal, staff. the staff would try and steal <laughs> this plate. They could not handle that I had this. I was like, I'm still eating. I'm like seven this. people kept walking around like, I need that. Are you done? No, no. So anyway. It is a good way to be though, like to just enjoy every bite. Yes. And yeah. Because you're right. Then you enjoy it more. You're not I distracted. Find. You're not just trying yeah. to get it in you. McKenna, my wife McKenna is very disciplined with what she eats and she's got her own method. She just smells food. 
So, hmm. like, okay. if if I'm going to have a snack or something, if I'm going to have, you know, a cookie, she'll she'll just like, give it a sniff. Also seems then, like it wouldn't work. But no. Okay. Yeah. And then she can kind of enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> like, so, Dear Lord, at that point, eat the damn thing. S- just safely. stick your tongue out and little, and just have a little, <laughs> little tickle. Sniff it a little. Just give me the, give me the crumbs of that Dorito. I always think Safeway has some of the best donuts. Safeway punches well above its weight for donuts. Interesting. And sometimes when we walk through the bakery, we'll just open the donut, the glass case, and just kind of stick this our heads in. This is just sad at this it. point. Eat the damn donut, okay? <laughs> that point, just eat it. Eat the donut. Eat it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? What did you learn, Shauna? So this is just super quick, but uh, I didn't realize that there's uh, like designated names for some of the hats you see. Like we always talk about the newsboy hat. So that's the radio hat. The radio hat is what we now call it, but it's actually called the newsboy hat, which I was like, oh, I didn't know that that I thought that was just kind of a name that we put attributed yeah, to it. Yeah, it's also known as a flat cap. Yep. Uh, there's also the boater hat. What's a boater? You know the... Um, it's kind of a light brown, but it's flat, and it has like oh, a yeah. black little strip on it. That's just, I thought I've always known that as a Panama hat. And well, the Panama hat is something slightly different. Is it? Okay. Yes, it has a more indented crown on the top. Oh, so a Panama hat looks an awful lot like a fedora. Yes, it's like a fedora the, with a bigger brim is a Panama hat, and then the boater hat is the silly little one with the flat brim and then the the black. It, you know, a boater hat is like what a barbershop quartet might yes. wear. That's exactly and then it. The smaller version of a fedora is a trilby, right? Yep. Yep. And then there's the derby hat. But the derby oh hat isn't goodness. gigantically oversized. It's only like a moderately oversized floppy hat. The derby hat, when I Googled it, looks like a bowler. What I would call a bowler. Hat. Yeah, yeah. But then if you look at, I, it's very strange. But if you look at, it, this is what I'm saying. It's getting <laughs> it's complicated getting here. But they all do have actual names, and it's not just stupid hat that this person's wearing. Which <laughs> sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, that's just an interesting design. I didn't know that they had dedicated names, but they all do. So there you go. Well, I mean, we're we're a country that basically exists because of a stupid hat. It's very the true. top hat with beaver felt. So, yep. mm-hmm. um, okay, I'm gonna play a song for you, okay. and I think you're gonna recognize it, but not this version of the song. Are you ready? Yeah. recognize it you might be more familiar with this version oh yeah that's okay yeah from the yope commercial yeah yeah which was on when we were growing up totally um i learned about this from a tiktok account the guy goes by eugen and i should give him credit for that but the first song is by eddie grant it came out in 1988 and it's give me hope joanna joanna is short for johannesburg this was an anti-apartheid song. Oh wow! And then okay. Yope took it and turned it into a silly a song with these big yogurt. mouths about yo- yogurt, about drinkable yogurt. So, okay, wow. Um, I don't know how I feel about that I, now, knowing the original meaning of the song. I didn't know. Yeah, no. And then what Yope did with it? Interesting. So I don't know if you could. I don't know if you could get away with that today if you I, took like. You know, like an anti-racism song, an anti-apartheid song, and turned it into a Yelp commercial? Big stupid mouth commercial? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. But they did it back then. Okay. And no one noticed until now. Well, here we are. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A Calgary Heritage Moment. 
A gentleman who could be credited for the design of many Calgary restaurants recently passed away, and his creative vision will certainly be missed. We told Twardowski was involved in the creation of more than 50 restaurants in Calgary, and his contributions include inspiring, designing, and owning some of Calgary's most famous dining establishments. It all started in 1972 when Twardowski opened the now-shuttered Mana. Since then, he contributed to The Ranch and Fish Creek, Cilantro, Teatro, which constantly receives accolades as one of Calgary's best, and the prestigious Emerald Lake Lodge in the Rockies. He's also lent his inspiration to several other incredible businesses within the city as he worked closely with the owner of Dean House and River Cafe as an early mentor who then brought his design ideas to fruition in those beautifully designed spaces. Twardarski focused on local decor and local cuisine before local was cool. He was one of the first people to bring open kitchens to Calgary and was the driving force behind patio spaces with water features in the city. He was more of an artist than anything, focusing on crafting spaces that were visually stunning and comfortably local, but that had creative design features and were more of an experience to visit than just a place to satiate hunger. He would find unique decor like stained glass and wrought iron gates and add those to a restaurant's design. It was always about atmosphere and uniqueness. When you walk down 17th today, you can see that nearly every restaurant has unique designs and creative features, and one could argue this was all thanks to Twardarski's creative vision. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.